Hey, mom friends, and welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, an audio platform we encourage and empower moms by talking about all things postpartum. We're here for you, sis, and we understand. Today, you guys, we are getting into the testimony. Y'all get y'all's shouting shoes out. Get ready for this praise report that I have for you. I truly hope that it fills your spirit. Um, You know what? I'm not even going to talk anymore. Let's just get into it. Let's just get into it right now. Let's go. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I definitely did, but I didn't know how to do it until I ran to a girl at a meet and greet and she told me about Anchor. Now, Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's free and it's ridiculously easy to use. And as a mom, we all know that things that are free are valuable. (laughs) And Anchor can now match you with other great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Yes. So that means you can start making money whenever you start recording your podcast. It's ridiculously easy. It's great. It's fun. It's easy to distribute. So if you want to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and other diverse podcasters here that already use anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey guys, I am super excited about getting into this episode today. Um, yeah, you may want to get your shouting shoes ready. But <laughs> but I, y'all know I have to talk about the Getting Your Sexy Back event that happened this past weekend. Um, it was phenomenal. Leading up to this, this weekend, probably like the last week or so, I was just so worried. I, more about the financial um, gain of it. Um, you know, of course, you, everybody wants to at least break even, right? And so that was just really freaking out about it. Um, you know, God had told me to have it on a Sunday on the 15th. And I was just like, man, like, I just, I don't understand why God. And so leading up to the event, I was always like, God, you told me to do this. God, I was, I was obedient. And I did it. You said you're going to exceed my expectations. And you're going to understand what, what, how all this comes together. But me... I think that was just me being obedient that moment of having the event on that date. Um, but okay, let me not, let me, let me not go forward. Let me stay right here in my lane. So the event was awesome. Everyone that bought a ticket was there. Um, the panels and the speakers were awesome. The food was amazing. We had two caterers, a uh, fresh fusion catering and um, imminent um, essential catering. Oh my God. It ugh. the the stuffed chorizo bell peppers, the chicken salad from Eminem. Oh, it was just amazing, amazing. But anywho, the Vince place was beautiful. Our decorator, just everything was just awesome. And every woman that I spoke, to, I spoke to everybody except for one, enjoyed themselves immensely. They had such a great time. Um, so I, that just really made me excited. I was, I've been talking to Amelia. She was super excited. How everything went and I mean, y'all, y'all just have to stay on our Instagram and look at all the different posting and stuff we have. It was just phenomenal. And I could not have been happier. So where at first I was just praying for this financial gain to come in from this event. Um, we, I, I, leading up, I'm sorry, going back to what I was saying, leading up to the event, I just said, you know what? 
I talked to some of my, my really good friends, uh, Tiffany and Tony. They were like, yo, you just got to let it go. Like, give it to God. And everything that's supposed to happen at that event will happen at that event. And that's exactly what I did, you guys. I let it go. Leading up to that week, I was like, you know what? What happens is what's going to happen. Especially since my daughter's birthday party was Saturday. So I couldn't be, like, crazy frazzled all about this event because I had a whole nother day another event plan that I had to work on but I just say you know what what's gonna happen is what's gonna happen and y'all amazingness happened and I couldn't have been happier um so thank you for everybody that came to the event thank you for everybody that supported spoke um that was just a part of the event period that gave encouraging words I'm sure not only to myself but to Amelia thank you guys so much um but let's get into well let's pay a um we have our first uh advertisement our first sponsor so haha let's get into that real quick and then we will get into my six month testimony Do you have problems finding quality dessert makers for your event or even for a Friday night in? Y'all, you have to try One Jar Desserts. I had her desserts back in March of this year. And whenever I tell you I licked that banana pudding jar dry, y'all, I'm still thinking about it. She started her company in 2018 and she provides your perfect and favorite desserts in a jar for personal consumption. She loves being part of the customer experience um, of birthdays, graduations, weddings, every feel-good moment, moment that you have, she wants to be a part of it. So y'all have to hit her up. Go ahead, you can find her on Instagram at one, like the number one, jar.desserts. You can also hit her up by email, by best for any questions, price list, anything. Y'all, whenever I say is some of the best, dessert in the world that you will try and it comes in a personal jar so you don't have to worry about that messy you know try holding a little flimsy little pat plastic thing no it's ready for you to go you can take it anywhere eat it in your car don't act like y'all haven't done it before so check out one jar desserts you can also hit it on our email at the number one jar j-a-r dot desserts at gmail.com you have to go and try them Okay, guys, so let's get into this six-month testimony. So, of course, I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to lead y'all up to the the goodness, to the good, 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 okay? All right, so y'all know uh, last year, God was telling me to leave my corporate job. As official of March 17th this year, I left my corporate job at UT Southwestern. Um, So I felt spiritually led to do so. My husband was not happy with my decision. A lot of my family members were very shocked at what I did because I did it on a whim. Um, so I did that. I left the job. Um, in that process, uh, one of the girls that was at Mike and Yo Sexy Back event, her and her wife, uh, DNL, were very um, helpful and supportive of my decision. Um, and just the point of, you know, it's like, hey, we did the same thing. You know, sometimes you just need those other people to really give you that type of encouragement. Um, you know, we did the same thing. Uh, you know, we did that and, you know, we've accomplished this and we've gotten this, yada, yada, yada. So for the first month of me leaving my job, of course, I was on a high, right? I was like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm doing this thing full force. You know, God told me to leave. I will make millions of dollars <laughs> just because I was obedient. God, God is going to, you know, open this door and open the floodgates. And after that month, I quickly learned that, 
although I was obedient, I was not going to be receiving all of this, you know, moolah or favor or uh, blessings just immediately. Um, it's one of those things you kind of have to, you know, prove yourself. You have to prove your test and show and you have to be faithful to him. And, you know, I honestly haven't been to church in about probably a couple of years, probably since I started having, oh, maybe almost three years since I started having kids. Um, and although I would, you know, every Sunday I was, you know, bedside Baptist with Joe Osteen. Um, I did that, uh, but that was really it. You know, Sunday I would go, I would listen to, I'm not going to go, I would go to the couch, listen to my Joe Osteen. That was really it. You know, I didn't do worship music. I didn't read my Bible and things of that nature. Um, so after that first month of me being on that high and I saw that nothing was coming in, um, my depression came back. Um, I I was just, you know, low. I was like, why did I do this? Why did I make this decision? Why did I make this mistake, honestly? Um, what, you know, what really prompted me to move this forward? Was God really talking to me? Did I really hear from the devil? You know, all these things just started going through my head, and that went on for months. Um, one thing I can say that I was consistent about was making this podcast. I was consistent making this podcast. I had one come out every single week. I think I've only missed one week, one episode worth of um, recording, and that was just, um, well, we'll get to that in a second, but um, that was something I did stay diligent with because leading up to leaving my job the weekend before I went to, I've I told the story before I went to, um, I had a weekend where I went to four events and in that weekend at every event I went to, someone asked me, don't you have a podcast? Don't you have a blog? And it was like, whoa, all right, confirmation. So I crashed. I had that depression, that low confidence and <sighs> I guess I'll answer the question, how did I get out of it? Um, honestly, it was a lot of, of faith, uh, journeying, a lot of journaling. There was a lot of putting a strategy out there. You know, so there were things that I wanted to do and things that <laughs> things that I wanted to do and things I want to put forward. But sometimes being in depression, you look at the mountain and not the steps to climb up the mountain. And so one of the things I did have to do was kind of like saying, you know, start telling myself, okay, what are we going to do today? How are we going to do this today? Let's move forward. Let's make a plan of action. Let's set forward and do those things. Um, so, yeah. So then in that whole time, so this, this was in March. This is now September. Oh, wow. That was March 17th. Today is, well, today, well whenever this is going to be released, it'll be the 17th. So it's six months exactly. That's crazy. That's more confirmation. Wow. So, um, so then within that six months, obviously there was no money coming in. I had a couple of, you know, like odd jobs, cleaning some places here. I did some part-time at this one little job and y'all, that, that job was trash. Um, but it wasn't really enough to where I was just bringing money in. It wasn't to the point that I couldn't stop putting stuff on credit cards. And y'all, I was putting stuff on credit cards like no other the it it was getting to a point it was affecting my credit score um, I went down like 60 points in my credit score um I was it just everything was going on credit cards and honestly to be honest some of the stuff whenever I first left my job I was being very um frivolous with my money 
I was just kind of just spending it everywhere because I'm just thinking I left my job. I was obedient to God. God's just going to bless me with just like, I'm just going to be raining money. It's just going to be raining from the heavens. And so I was just spending money. And about two months ago, it got to the point to where it was just too much. Um, the money that I accumulated, the credit I had accumulated was um, my credit. Sorry. The debt that I had accumulated on my credit cards had become too much. Um, my husband and I, something that actually it's, I think it's the top leading thing that leads to divorce. And it's something that we've kind of tiptoed around. Uh, whenever it comes to money, we haven't really sat down with a financial plan on moving forward, you know, saving and doing those type of things. We've kind of been in our own two lanes and something that, I realized was that he did he did not know whenever I was working how much money I had going out and I had more money going out than I did have coming in so even before I left my job I already had credit card debt then I left my job and then about two months ago it was to the point where he was like how much money do you have on there and I told him he was like yo you serious and he's like why did you come for me and ask for me for money and I'm like well you you're holding down the household you know, like I was still paying for daycare. All the utilities stuff were still coming. They, that was um, auto pay. They were coming out of um, the credit cards and whatnot. It was still happening, y'all. And I, um, you know, that just, it was what it was. And he was like, why didn't you come talk to me? And I'm like, well, we haven't really talked about financial stuff. So that was one light bulb moment for us because it had us really sit down and really look at each other's finances. And not only that, but it made him, it honestly made us, because I believe in relationships, you kind of have heads of certain subjects in your relationship. And to where I thought I was a head of money person, I found out he's actually better at managing money than I am. So we kind of then kind of just say, you know what, we, you're going to have to, we're going to have to put you in charge of money. I'm going to let you know everything that's coming in, going out here, moving forward. That's something that we really had to do because y'all, whenever I say we didn't talk about it, it was literally like, you have your bank account. I have my bank account. We share a savings and Jay don't even use the savings account. He does his own thing in his checking account. I don't know how people do that, but that's just, you know, that's, that's him, but that's, that's what it was. And that's what happened. Excuse me. So then like a couple months ago, um, things got really hard, not only with the finances and the credit card debt. Um, I was applying for jobs because it was to the point where it was like, OK, God, like what? Why is this happening? Like, why did you really have me uh, walk out from this corporate job? Like what what really was it? So now I'm applying for jobs because now I need money coming in to pay out this credit card debt. I'm not getting any callbacks. I've been applying for, for months, and I'm even applying for things in my field, and I'm getting nothing. Or actually lied. I, I got one interview. I did a working interview with I did an over the phone one interview. I did a working interview with them, um, but they just decided to promote within their company, which makes sense. Um, I had So I had one out of, I mean, I could probably say over 100 jobs I applied for, y'all. I mean, I would just be sitting on the couch all day just putting in applications at some points. Um, and so then obviously, um, with the finances and whatnot, once he figured out how much money I was spending, there was a tense in our marriage. Um, you know, I was mad cause he was working all the time and, um, you know, obviously he had to work so that he could pay the bills and do all that type of stuff. But it was just like, you can't talk to me. You can't call me and just be like, Hey, I love you. You can't, you can't do anything. So I, I was, I was really mad y'all. 
And I was mad because he was like, well, since you're going to be an at-home wife, you're going to take care of the household, and that's it. And that made me mad because there will be some times where I would just ask for help. Can you just take the kids for a little bit? Can you wash the dishes? And it was like, I felt like I was asking for very minimal things. Can you help me with the kids get ready for the bath? And I mean, I feel like I only asked him like twice within those months um, that we were at the house. And he was like, nah, you're a stay-at-home wife. It's like, oh, my heart. It hit me so hard because I, I, I didn't feel like that was fair. Yeah, I know you're going to work and, you know, I'm at home with the kids. That's work. But it was kind of like, Gemma, Gemma, you're okay. You're okay. But it was kind of just like, I feel like we should still be helping each other. You know, anywho, that's probably a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> stay at home moms and the things that we, I can say that now, we go through. Because I have been a stay at home mom for these six months. And it's just been, I'm like, oof, Lord. So then a month ago, we decided to sell the house. Um, that added more stress to our marriage. Because as a man, my husband felt like he got us this house where, you know, we, we finally got out. We have this place to ourselves. And I messed it up. I quit my job. And although we weren't late on any payments of any bills or any mortgage, we didn't want it to get to the point to where we could be late. And so we decided to sell the house um, and kind of just move forward with that process. Now, the blessing in that is that whenever we did decide to sell, we put our house up. I had a week. We had first off, we had a week to move out. A week because we there was you know there's a, a buyer's market and about mid September is when we it ends. So we had made this decision at the beginning of August. So I think it was like week two or three, maybe week two of August. We put the house up. So I had a week to get everything out of the house, pack up everything, clean things. If we had to repaint, clean the carpet, I mean everything. I had a week. A week, y'all, um, to pack up a house. <laughs> Literally, the only things left were like our big furniture, our couches, um, the kids' beds, and um, our bed in our bedroom. That was it. Everything else we had taken out. Um, so we put everything on the on. We put the house on the market Sunday. First blessing, y'all. Put the house on the market Sunday. We got an offer Monday night. So we went with our first offer. Uh, we found out more about the family. There, um, it's a guy who is moving in. He has a girlfriend. Uh, he's gonna propose to her in the house. Apparently, it's super sweet. So we're like, okay, so we're moving forward. But they say, but you're not gonna close till like September seventh. It's like ah. So we go forward. Everything, everything turns out great. Um, the day that we are supposed to close. The day we're supposed to close, y'all, the AC went out. <laughs> and uh, so first first blessing is that we got an offer like the next day. But the day we were supposed to close, the AC went out. So the people wanted to be at the house signing. They wanted to do the signing at the house. We get there and it's hot. I don't know what happened. I don't know what was going on. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So they still signed the papers. They still wanted to go through, but we just had to get everything serviced. We found out what happened. It was something very, very minor. So praise God for that. But <laughs> in that moment, we were like, you know, because they could have backed out. They could have said, yo, the AC don't work. We out. Like, you know, let's be out. Um, but thank God they didn't because I did not want to go through that process all over again. Um, so I'm happy that they continued. They moved forward with that because y'all, too. 
So, um, like I said, a month ago, we decided to sell the house. We moved back in with um, Jay's parents, so my in-laws. Um, those first couple of weeks were hella stressful. Um, there was a situation with um, one of their family friends and my kids where I got a little little violent with that person. And I'm not a fighter, you guys. I've never had a fight in my life, but they talk about mama bear. Mama bear is real. That syndrome will, not syndrome, but that part of you will come out and it came out in me. And, um, uh, yeah, it it was a situation. Um, I'm not going to go too much into that, but there that was stressful. You know, just moving out of a space that was yours, moving to somebody else's house is stressful. Especially where our the first um uh, the first I would say almost year of our marriage, we were already in his parents' house. So then to move out and be like, "Oh, we're going to be good." And be like, "Oh, we got to move back in." It's like, "Dang." Like like, "Man, like why why?" And it's like we're taking a step backwards. But we, Jay and I had to really sit down and we said, you know what, we are making this move back with our parents to really do some things. We are going to save up not only for our house, but we're going to save up for, you know, Jay has student loans still. You know, let's, let's pay that off. Um, you know, I, I thank God for my parents. I have my parents' van, but, you know, if I can save up and buy a van and buy another car, a newer car, you know, fresh you know, all cash, I can get it cheaper. So we just looked at some of the good things that we could do. Um, I could really refocus and try to find a job that could really benefit me. Um, he wants to get back on the um, Dallas Fire Department. It was so many things that we were like, you know what, maybe it's a good thing that we're moving back in with his parents because um, if he wants to really get ready for the fire department and if I'm still looking for a job, you know, how are these bills going to get paid? And at that point, you know, my husband was just done with credit card debt. So, um, you know, how is that going to happen? Yes, girl. So how is that going to happen? So then we kind of start looking at it. You know what? This is our transition season. So if y'all listened to previous episodes, you've heard me talk about the transition season. And that's what I'm talking about. It was during this time. It was transitioning from our own place back into his parents house it was transitioning this mindset change this mindset shift and I still believe we're probably gonna be in the next transition season for a while but you know what we're doing what is best for us to move forward and to be um, better providers for our family and for our kids so we closed on the house um and we didn't know how much we were going to get back y'all and um we and then, which our our realtor still kind of makes fun of us. They're like, y'all were signing these paperwork for these documents on this house. And y'all didn't know how much y'all were going to get back. It was like, well, I, I kind of had a little estimate on how much I was going to get back. But I really didn't know. When I tell you guys that the money that we got back from selling the house. First off, this house is first off being made as an investment now. The house was an investment what we paid for the house and what we got and what we sold it for, I would, it, it it's a huge difference. <laughs> and when I say we did nothing to the house, we did nothing to the house. We put up some shelves. We made a little, um, um, like an awning kind of in the back. And we left, um, we bought a shed and we left the shed there. But there was nothing that we did to that house. 
And when I tell y'all that the money that we got back was five times the amount of credit card debt that I had. Straight up blessing. Straight up blessing. That I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. We had more. They they say that if you buy a house, you should have 12% equity every year that you live in that house. And we've, we were only there for two years, and we exceeded that amount. Exceeded that amount. I... I just couldn't believe it, but I was so I was so thankful. So with that money, we were able to pay, you know, certain obviously the credit card debt bills um, for the kids. We could pay in advance and get things done and taken care of. Um, and then y'all, let me let me tell y'all, J. Michael Nickerson is not a is not a romantic at all. He is not. He is not that person. <coughs> Gemma, come here. Hold on. He is not that person at all. But when I tell you that he saw that we were getting, you know, a substantial amount of money back, <coughs> he was like, oh, my gosh, I can take you on a honeymoon now. I said, hold on. <laughs> and, y'all, we're not going to do anything crazy like, you know, Greece or anything like that. We we looking on Groupon to find some deals. <laughs> to find some deals to go somewhere. But. Yeah. So y'all y'all um send us some some suggestions. You know, we're staying inside the US, okay? We're not passport ready. Well, well he isn't, you know. But anyway. <laughs> but I was just like, that was so sweet of you. Because you know, you don't say stuff like that. That's so kind. He was like, Well, we didn't get to go on honeymoon. Well she didn't. And then we got married. I was seven months pregnant with Joseph. We didn't get to go anywhere. <laughs> we just stayed in the hotel for one more one extra night. <laughs> But, um, yes, so that, you, you guys, God, so with that being said, I'm going to go into a quick little, you know, my little two cents. God will put you through some, through some things to increase your faith. I truly believe, looking back, that God had me quit my job to kind of teach me a lesson. Because I had just been talking, you know, oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I'm going to do this. And, you know, some people do leave their job and, you know, they take that leap of faith and they're good. But for me, there wasn't really anything really established for me to do that. So money just didn't come in right away. And I really think that this was a journey for me to trust God more. This was a, and I had said at the beginning of 2019 that my word for the year was alignment. And y'all, when I say that I wake up every morning praying to God, I wake up every morning and I look up the um, She Who Was Called app, I look at the devotional, I break out my Bible, I'm listening to um, Pastor Michael Todd, I'm still listening to my Joel Osteen, um, but I'm listening to sermons on podcasts and whatnot, I'm just constantly being filled with God, and then I'm having not only just my prayer time, but my quiet time with him. I'm journaling. Journaling is a big thing, and y'all are going to see some stuff with me with journaling um, coming. So I I know that he put me in that situation to, one, um, grow my faith with him, but for me to trust him, which I mean, I mean, it's faith at the same time, but it's for me to trust him. That's what that was for. Uh, part two of this blessing uh, so with the past couple of weeks, I have been going to uh, my friends, which are Gemma's godparents. Uh, I have been talking to my talk to my best friend, Alex, first, and she helped me redo my resume. And um, I had been sending it out and it was, you know, it bettered my resume, but I still wasn't getting any callbacks. And so she was like, well, why don't you, you know, 
hit up Dominique, um, her fiance, and um, he's in the HR department. So he's like, why don't you hit him up, Gemma? And why don't you see um, if she just learned how to blow her nose, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good job. Thank you. And pacifier goes back in mouth. No, you don't blow your nose on your pacifier. Thank you. <laughs> and so, so I did. I hit him up. Um, and he looked over my resume. And y'all, I said, he did a phenomenal job. It looked amazing. I was like, whoa, even just the formatting. But anywho, he redid my resume. And um, point two, y'all have you a tribe behind you that does not do the same thing you do. Okay? We do not have to do the same thing. I, I really don't want people in my circle that do the same thing I do because I want to constantly learn from other people around me. I want people, I have friends that are nurses, teachers, um, theater um, just all these different backgrounds. And I love it because I can pull from different ideas and, and talk to different brains and get different ideas. So it's phenomenal. Um, but he redid my resume y'all. And before, let me first say this before I was going through applying for jobs as if, you know, kind of just doing whatever. I was just applying for jobs. If it was, you know, a job that made $15 an hour to a job that offered $60,000, I really didn't have a niche. I really didn't have something where I was being focused and saying, this is what I want to do. So um, in the time where we were, you know, deciding to sell the house and making up our plan, move back in with his parents and figuring things out, I have a couple of friends in the insurance industry and I say, you know, they're adjusters. And I say, you know, I'm a, I have been talking to them. Um, you know, it's a job. It's very fast paced, but you're learning different things every day. And um, that's all the reason I got into the animal science field was because I wanted to be working in the animal medical field. You know, biology and science, there's different things coming out every single day. You're learning something new every day. Um, and so I start applying to different jobs within the insurance world. And um, I started getting callbacks. So last week, you guys, I got three callbacks, and I was just like, whoa. Two of them were insurance. One was vet tech because my husband still wanted me to do vet tech stuff, y'all. And I went on a job interview Thursday, Thursday for insurance company. They said, we'll let you know Monday. Friday, I had a job interview with the vet tech company. And they offered me the job on the spot because of, you know, my experience and my background. And I just said, well, just give me, just please wait, because I have another job offer, and I really want to, you know, weigh everything out and see what I can get. So give me till Tuesday, please. Um, and then the third one, it was kind of more over the phone stuff, but it was also an insurance um, position. So this whole weekend, you know, we had the event. We had my daughter's birthday party. Um, and I was just really praying and speaking into existence, Ephesians 3 and 20. And I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that not only are you asking for things, but God, you can exceed things abundantly of what I believe for, what I ask for you. And so I'm doing the mentoring program with I Am My Daughter's Keeper. And I knew that... I, that's something I want to continue, but I have to leave early twice a month on Fridays. Um, and so, but I was just like, that's something I really want to do. I really feel like God told me to be in this position. So I'm not giving that up. Like sometimes y'all, we give stuff up because we feel like we have to give stuff up in order to make it. 
But sometimes you just have to ask God. God is bigger than all the situations and the circumstances that you have in your life. So a lot of times, sometimes they say, amen. Like even, you know, even my mom had said it. I, well, once you get this job, you got to quit that mentoring program. No, I don't. I don't at all because I, I'm asking for a job for all the desires of my heart. And if Liberty Mutual doesn't give me, oh, no, nah, I just let it slip. <laughs> and if this job, y'all just ignore that. <laughs> That's part of my praise. <laughs> and if this job doesn't give me this, um, if this job doesn't give me that or they don't offer me the job, then it wasn't for me. But I'm asking for everything of my heart because I know that God can put me in a place where I can move forward and do so. I I should be able to, ma'am, ma'am, can you calm down, please? I should be able to work at a job and be able to do um, a mentoring program. Why shouldn't I be able to do that? I'm helping the community. I'm helping the people around me. I should be able to do that. I should be able to work and be happy and be comfortable and make a salary that I'm deserving of. I should be able to get benefits, full-term benefits starting day one. I should be able to get all of that. I'm deserving of it. I'm worthy of it. Because I know I'm more than capable of doing the job because, you know, the job, I just have to learn that stuff and then put it out there and just do um, time management. Yes, 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 you're getting excited. I know, I know. But I should be able to have that. And don't y'all downplay what God can do for you. He can do it, you guys. Things can happen. So anyway, a few hours ago, I got the call and Liberty Mutual offered me the job as their insurance adjuster position. And before, you know, I started jumping up there because I had a plan of action. Y'all have a plan of action. And I learned this from um, Ashley Cash. She was back on our episodes about negotiating your salary. Um, and I waited till they gave me an offer. I didn't say any of this in the interview, um, but she offered me the position. Um, she offered me the salary and I said, I would love to accept your offer, but I have a contingency. Um, one, I have a trip in November I'm going on. I said, but I'm a part of a mentoring program, ma'am, ma'am. Thank you. I said, but I'm a part of a mentoring program. And this meant, and I know that um, working with nonprofits and volunteering is extremely important to Liberty Mutual. Yeah, I looked up everything. Oh, I had a whole speech ready. And I said, I do this mentoring program twice a month. I just have to leave a couple of hours early that day. But if I can make up time or if I am given sick time whenever I start, any of those things would be incredible. She happily happily said that is awesome we love that you're a part of a mentoring program there will be no problem in you continuing to do that y'all my whole spirit leapt for joy because I was ready if they were to tell me no to say no to that job because I know there was a job out there not only that but I had other jobs on the table that would have given me this but I wanted something where I could definitely move in a direction in six months I could have another bonus on top of what I have and right now what I am trying to do is to build up my rapport I'm trying to learn all I can let me tell y'all something and this is something I've learned from some friends around me learn all you can from corporate and then go do it yourself learn what you can from corporate and go do it yourself that is my plan I'm learning what I can do here uh, maybe I shouldn't be saying it on a podcast, but <laughs> but I'm just saying, learn all that you can. This insurance adjuster license, I can go off and start my own business in about 
I don't know, five to seven years. You know, I could be doing that myself. That could be another stream of income coming in for me. <clears throat> but right now, I'm stacking this money up. Yo, I could save up the price for a car in about a year and a half, two years. And I can pay for it all cash since we're in the situation that we're in. My husband, if he gets on with the fire department, he can pay off his student loans in two years because we're not paying for houses and have all these bills going out. I mean, we got some bills, you know, you know, daycare, ooh, child. But we're not, not, it's not stuff just stacking up. So we can stack up our paper here and, and just be paying stuff off. So if we do decide to go back out there and get our house, we can have a down payment of 50% of what the house should be. We can have, um, we, <laughs> not only the down payment, but, you know, there's just so many things out there. So I want to just offer some, a couple of things up to you. One, your, God is bigger than your situation. And do not be afraid to ask God of the things that you want, because once again, he can do these things exceedingly and abundantly above what you can ask for or think. It's in the Bible. God has done it before and he can do it again. Okay. Um, Sometimes you have to take a step back to move forward. I'm not saying that I'm going to be in corporate forever. I honestly don't know where this is going to take me and move me forward. Um, But I can say that it's something that is not, it's not going to leave just, it's not going to leave just at that job. It's something I could take with me and move forward. You know, uh, I'm still going to be doing this podcast. Please believe that you still will get you an episode every Tuesday. Okay. Um, you know, I still have things that I'm doing on the side and I'm really going to try to build that up. Um, before I do decide to do that full time again, cause that's something I really did learn. Y'all make sure your side hustle is exceeding what you're making on your full time job. That was something I didn't um, account for at all. So um, just those few things. But you guys, do not be afraid to ask God. I'm, I'm just, I have to keep repeating that, so, that, that part. And sometimes you have to go through things. Once again, I went through six months. Oh, and I looked up the number six because, you know, numbers are important. The number six, um, it's a balance in your spirit. It's balancing out um, your spirit, your um your spiritual being, which is something that I increase within my faith. Uh-huh. One website actually kind of made me laugh. It's sometimes the number six is having you focus on home with your home and your children. It's like, oh, stay at home, mom, right here. <laughs> um, sometimes as you look at your imperfections, y'all, it, this has humbled me so much because before um, I felt like, well, I mean, I still feel like I should be in a certain position, but I just... I was just in a different place. And this has truly humbled me going through this experience. So sometimes you're going to be in a low point, a low point mentally, financially. Um, you're going to be in a valley. But y'all, that went, I've been talking to y'all this whole time. This was six months worth. And some of y'all be saying, y'all, it felt like six years. But please believe that your payout is going to be so much better. It's going to be so much better in the end if you stay faithful. If you give your tithes. Give your tithes at least, and God will give you. Even if you say, I don't have my tithes, give it and see what God will do. And believe that he will give you back ten times of what you gave. I I, I can't just express that enough. So I really hope, hope that my testimony has encouraged y'all. I've been wanting to tell y'all this stuff 
for just the stuff that was happening before, you know, weeks ago. But God said, not yet, not yet. And as soon as I got that phone call from Liberty Mutual, he said, now you can tell it. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Because I've been wanting to tell the people. I wanted to encourage somebody. I wanted to move somebody. I want somebody to know that where you are and where God can put you. It's just a matter of you trusting in him. It's just a matter of you believing in him. It's just a matter of you. Within this past week, I started waking up and doing affirmations. I talked about that last week. I am capable. I am worthy of a job of all my desires. I was saying that all last week. I'm victorious. I, I, I call an increase of abundance. I call increase of wealth over my life. I call myself to be a winning entrepreneur an award-winning entrepreneur. Like I'm calling these things into my life now every single time I wake up. And that's because I know that the power that God has with inside of me, I know how powerful it is. And I know that I can ask for these things and God will give it to me. Y'all don't think that anything is too small. You are deserving of it. You are worthy of it. You are capable of having it and you should have it. So I hope y'all have a great rest of the week. Um, the only homework I can give you is write out affirmations for things that you want. Write them out and put them next to the what makes you happy sign. Put out your affirmations on your mirror. And every time you wake up, you read out your affirmations to yourself in the mirror. And then you have your what makes you happy right there. So that even the times you speak your affirmations and you may only believe, believe in them about 50%, 51%, you can look at what makes you happy. You can regather yourself. You can come back to that affirmation and say, yo, I'm feeling a whole lot better. Let me keep moving forward. But I hope y'all have a great week, y'all. Like I said, I'm so open to emails, DMs on Instagram. If you are going through anything like this, y'all let me know because I'm here with you. I, I, I'm here with you and I'm saying that you can make it through. Y'all be blessed. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Four Moms podcast. I just want to say thank you to all of our family, our friends, and our supporters. I want to give a big thank you to my husband and my kiddos um, for just embracing me and supporting me on this crazy journey that I'm going on. Um, like I've said before, go ahead, subscribe, leave us a review so that we are able to reach more moms, more women, and so we can keep encouraging them to go after their dreams and we can expand our mommy community even more. Um, thank you again for listening, and I cannot wait for y'all to listen to the next episode. <laughs>